0: Let's see what's on board today. And welcome back, everybody. This week, we have Philip Summers in the co-pilot's chair. Hey, Philip. Hello. And what we're going to be talking about is about teaching and supporting grit in the alternative classroom. And I suppose this could go out to some other classes as well. the alternative classroom that I'm thinking about is the alternative classroom where you have the students for more than just maybe one period a day, but you could also do this in a period, I suppose. Um, you know, that's the great thing about alternative ed is that you can, you can transfer things, you can manipulate them into what it is that you need and what your students need at that time. So, um, Philip, let's, we both read the book. By Angela Duckworth, Grit. And um, there are a series of videos that are on YouTube where she has discussions. There's TED Talks. There are other books that talk about grit. Um, there are two books that do summations of what grit is. And so basically, it comes down to perseverance and passion and that you know, ha- perseverance being having resilience, um, overcoming setbacks, working hard, finish things rather than giving up. And passion means having direction, the ability to adhere to a goal over a long term and maintain the interest level as opposed to changing your goals mercurially. mercurially. So, <laughs> Mercurially. So in other words, if you're going to do something... Um, I'm trying to, Steve Young. There's the story about Steve Young and his dad. And Steve Young was playing a sport or doing something, and he looked at his dad and he said, Dad, I want to quit. The dad said, <clears throat> This is when he was younger, and Steve Young's known as a quarterback for the 49ers. Uh, he Call looked, at famer. Him, I know. Yeah. And when he was younger, he looked at his dad and he said, dad, I'm going to quit. And his dad said, well, you can quit if you want, but don't bother coming home.
1: <laughs> there's, been, there's like, I think Mickey Mantle had a story. His dad did the same thing. Yeah, you can quit, but he uh, yeah, was a minor leaguer. That's right. He said, yeah, I want to, I think I want to quit. And he goes, yeah, well, you're not coming back here. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> and I think Steve Young might've been in high school.
1: Yeah. Uh, so, Mickey um, was like 18.
0: <laughs> wow. Well, so, and I think that that was kind of the lesson that he needed. Where, if you start something, you finish it. Yeah, and that would be the perseverance. Yes.
1: Yes, you can't. You, once you undertake something, you cannot give up during it. There's, there's, yeah, there's no such thing as DNFing. Do not finish. It did not finish. That's just not an option.
0: <laughs> right. So, yeah, I, and and how often do we allow our students to? bounce back and forth between things because I eh, I'm not interested in it anymore. And maybe part of that has something to do with the um with the culture of the internet and the phones. Mm-hmm. And I remember with MTV, MTV pointed out the fact that people's attention spans went down and that people could only pay attention to something for X amount of time. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so that's how they write the clickbait. That's how they write the articles now. And, you know, the people that are really good at YouTubing, they that's what they do. Look at TikTok. How long is it TikTok? The average one isn't even a full minute, is it?
1: I don't know. I, uh, I don't do a lot of social media. I'm willfully willfully ignorant. Um, TikToks are kind of only eight seconds or something, aren't they? Maybe 12, 14 seconds or
0: something. There's some that I think are longer, and oh, okay. Instagram has some of that, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but even if you're going to be an influencer, you still got to stick with it and you still got to go with it. Oh, yeah. And you've got to figure out your plan, but you also have to have the passion. So um, there's a woman and she wrote Prepared. And in a discussion that she has with Angela Duckworth about grit and about her book Prepared, she talks about how... They, you need to have a focus and that you continue with that focus and you figure everything out. But they also pointed out that you need to have the first little steps. You need to figure out what are the first steps for the beginning of it. And then what's the middle ground. And you know that the end ground is going to be completion or getting somewhere at a higher level where you're in a flow where you're doing a workflow and you've, and you can do whatever it is because you've attained enlightenment, so to speak.
1: Yeah. I mean, flow is just that state where everything is all focused on
0: that one thing. and Yeah, if it's a really
1: good state of flow, you're right. humming along. Yeah. Right,
0: so how do you get, I'm going to ask you, hmm. if you're going to get somebody, and w- we can take grit, and we can say that um, that's one of the, it's one of the components or the main ingredient in order to get the flow, what would you say would be the, um, the, foundations what what kinds of things if you had to break it down rather than giving a kid a project and saying okay we're going to do this project and then having the kid do that what would be the groundwork in order for somebody to do in order to start building so that they can achieve the nirvana that is flow oh
1: well the first thing is interest in the subject so you you want to you want to appeal to the student and get some something that the student is interested in learning about something that they're interested in learning about, not just sort of, you know, kind of learn about that. Something that they really want to do with uh, deal with. And, and, and then you have to involve the subjects into that. Um, some of them are not going to work. Some of them are silly. You kind of maybe have to refine it, but once you get that passion into it, mm-hmm. um, then you start to feed the passion with rich, environment rich experiences you start to go into a sort of a research mode about it let's say i don't know what what are we trying to produce uh you know depending on what we're trying to produce let's say that uh we go into a a, an exploration mode a basic explanation exploration mode into the topic itself and gather information just generally speaking and then You refine from there what exactly, like any other paper, what specifically do you want to address? And at that point, what you want to do is just get those rich experiences and get that student involved in those rich experiences deeper and deeper. And hopefully, what you get is a a passion experience. You know, they they start to really get involved in this subject. And like robotics, um, you know, kids, a lot of kids are kinetic. So when they're building something, Mm -hmm. You can really tell when you got a kid going when it's time to clean up and that kid hates your guts for cleaning. (laughs) They just hate you because you've messed with their minds. They are in a mode and they know it. And you're going, Hey, I got to tell you to stop. And they're going, no, you don't. I know I'm in a mode. What are you doing? And they just don't know what's going on. But I can tell when I'm doing that to a kid and I just hate it. You know, you just you get that kid going and you feed it and it only lasts for maybe an hour, an hour and a half a day. If you get a kid, gosh, if you get a fifth grader to be building that robot for like 40 minutes solid. Mm-hmm. You, you've given that kid one heck of a learning day. I mean, that night, they're probably going to dream up a bunch of stuff about that because that was an involved learning session. And, you know, in high school it's the same thing.
0: Right. But
1: you, want, you want to appeal to those things as well.
0: So what do you do in order to pique their interest? Because you always have yeah, I, those students that are – okay. So what are you interested in? I yeah. don't know. Ooh. I have no idea. I mean, I suppose you could go into like something like Kagan's multiple intelligence book where he has like Ooh. all these pages of topics um, that you could write about, that you could learn about, or something like that. You could just,
1: yeah. I got to get the kid. I can think of all these kids in my past that I hooked, all of them. I mean, I just have the kid to look at. Let me. I can think of one, two. I had, I had a climbing wall. I worked with. Um, Mm -hmm. I worked with. I had a maker um, scenario, and that had. 3d printing that had lego robotics mm-hmm. um gosh i can't even remember the other stuff there was we we actually did a project where we did ted talks of our own and we did it on ipads and so we'd film them and then they do their own subject topic and they do a ted talk about it and and i do like three series of ted talks and the third one is, mm-hmm. was supposed to be pretty polished and And the first two are supposed to be garbage. (laughs) And then tell them that, you know, we'll go, we'll make the the first two kind of awful. And then, you know, we, we did that. And so they did all of that. We did a lot of tech work on that. The kids really got together and figured out how to film it and where to film it. Um, And they, I had to tell them a lot of times, uh, we got to move on to the next subject. (laughs) You know, and they're like, no, we're just getting hum, And I go, I know, but we got to move. So yeah, it's, you got to know the kid. And that takes intuition, and and that's what good educators do. You know, that's why we get the, there. Is again relationships, right? We have to know our students, and then we have to know how to get them moving. And the best way to get them moving is to get them moving towards something they want to move toward.
0: Well, what if you have kids though? That okay? So you have several kids who may or may not want to do something like a TED Talk. So yeah. let's say that we have ah okay this kid over here and they are absolutely mortified that they're going to have to give a ted talk okay that is not something that they really want to do and they want you know but maybe what else are you going to do to pique their interest maybe are you going to talk to them about do you want to go into basketball do you want to you know maybe it's not sports maybe it's art maybe it has something to do with nature maybe it has to do with politics who knows? I mean, there's so many different things.
1: Maybe they could be a director. They could be working in tech. If they're the person that's really good at tech, I said, okay, you're, you're the stage manager. i see, you're you in charge of the whole it. darn thing then.
0: But see, no. you're still keeping it as part of the same project that everybody else is doing. And maybe they don't have any interest in that whatsoever.
1: Well, in that particular project, it was sort of a team project. So okay. yeah, you're right. In, if it was individual projects, uh, oh gosh, okay.
0: Well, yeah, hmm. that's
1: what I'm talking about. Yeah, individual projects. And uh, yeah, I see yeah, it would project. definitely appeal to almost anything. Certainly. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: Right. So because you always have the kids mm-hmm. that just don't know what it is that they want to do. Oh, And absolutely. So, so maybe what you say is, here are the steps that you need to take in order. To, okay, so you're going to pick your topic and your topic needs to be done by this day. Right. And if you need to hash it out, you know, I'm here. Let's hash it out and come up with something. But talk it over, talk it over with your family, talk it over with your right. friends. If you're embarrassed by something, you know, it can just stay between us, whatever.
1: Everybody's yeah. got something. I mean, yeah. And horses. Uh, some people yeah. are really into games, anime. I mean, I knew kids that were really into
0: Japanese anime. And maybe you're just into animals. And <laughs> that's it, too. You like kitties
1: and puppies.
0: I mean, yeah, really?
1: some girls like kittens and puppies. An and some
0: one. guys do, too.
1: Well, but, yeah, I mean, most of the guys like the cars. Typical like motorhead dudes like, "Oh, no, they go into the cars." It's like, "Okay, let's talk about their car." It was right. really funny. So, Sometimes it was very stereotypically funny. It was like, "Wow, go for it."
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um so so you get them going on that and then how much do you give them? How far do they have to go before they can say, "You know what? It's not working for me." How far do they have to go on whatever it is? Because you went through the process of discovery and then, and then once they've discovered it and they kind of figure out certain pieces of it, then they become hunter gatherers (laughs) in, 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 in fomenting their research and their research plan and putting that all together. Correct? Correct. Okay. And then once they have all that together, then they can start putting something together. Mm -hmm. And maybe it's just making some kind of a presentation. And maybe that presentation is something that they have to do. So they can't quit until they have that piece done.
1: That's, yeah, that's it. Yeah, there has to be some sort of project or product. I'm sorry. Yeah.
0: So if nothing else, they've actually come up with the formula. And so they've tried it once. They got through it. So now in order for them to, you know, I don't want to do this anymore. I made it through this. Now, maybe I can do it with something else because I thought of something else that I really, 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 really
1: <laughs> and Right that, In midstream, they want to change topics.
0: Yeah. And they can't. We can't allow them to do that. Um, and it's not whether, and the reason for not allowing them to is because that takes away from the perseverance.
1: Yeah, you're right. It the, well that it's. I wouldn't say that. I would say it more like, I don't think that's possible for you to do. And here's why. You would have to back up and re-research a lot and reform that into the form that you have. And that would be an awful lot of work. Oh, I can uh, do it. I can do uh, it. I could do, do it too, personally. I but do I don't think sophomore could do it. I mean, they'd be going, Oh, I go. Yeah, I know what you want to do, but do you know how much work you're talking about doing, kid? Yeah, see, I wouldn't even if I want you to think about that much work. Well,
0: you know, but, the thing know. is, is that you put those boundaries up at the very beginning. You say, "Oh, once, well, yeah." Once you start paddling up this creek, yeah, you cannot stop. You got to keep on going. I, I totally
1: agree. Yeah, And that point. Yeah, if you now, hadn't drawn it out at first by saying, "No," once you pick the sub, once you pick the subject, you must stay with it.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. And so oh, yeah, you definitely. need to do that. So pick, yeah. pick carefully grasshopper, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And Cause you're really going for the form too, with these kids. We're not, you know, they, there's a lot of passion involved, but you're really teaching how to present the topic in an organized fashion in the format that you're trying to teach it to be presented in, as well as the kid using that subject that they're interested in, you know? So yeah, there's more than just the subject
0: itself. But I think, I believe that you're actually teaching a lot more. I think you you're, are. You're, you're teaching them stick-to-itiveness. Oh, oh, and then in that, yes, yes. And you're also teaching them some integrity mm-hmm. because you chose this. You're going to go all the way to the very end. And I'm going to relate that to, to the time that um, on the Oregon coast, there's a place called Saddle Mountain. And, oh, yeah. I think, and you've done it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And I, and I remember one day I drove down there. I had nothing better to do before I had dogs and I pulled into the parking place and I thought I'm just going to go up there and so I jumped out of my car and I just went up and there is a point where it says if you are not in really good shape do not go beyond this point I didn't know that and so I thought ha 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 I am in good shape and I was covered in sweat I was just dripping and I went and the whole mountainside is covered with scree at that point. And if you want to get up to the top, you have to go up through the scree. And there's a man and a woman and they're using their hiking sticks to go through. And I'm on my hands and knees and I am just like panting and I'm sweating. And I probably look like nature boy um, or somebody desperate just trying to get up to the top. And the (laughs) the woman turned around, looked at me and she said, didn't you read the sign back there? And I said, yes, of course I read the sign, but I don't quit. And I got up to the top and somebody looked at me and said, what time did you leave the parking lot? And I told them and she turned around and said, I am so sorry. I am so embarrassed because I had done it in 50 minutes and I had no idea that I had moved that fast. You did it in 50 minutes? Wow. I did it in 50. Yeah. Yeah. So I was really plugging along. I did yeah, really pretty well, yeah. And so, um, but I could have turned around. I could have listened to her, yeah. but I wasn't going to because, by golly, I was going to make it up there. And we need to have kids that have that same kind of uh, attitude. Where I started this, I'm going to see it through, and I'm going to do the best job I can. Maybe it's going to look messy. But when I get there, I'm going to, you know, and asking for help in order to get whatever it is that I need and checking in, that's what's going to give me what I, what's really going to help. And um, yeah, so my question is, I think, how do we start doing that in the alternative classroom though? I mean, do we start it off with the team project and then we move into individual projects, do you think?
1: Oh, geez. (laughs) Yeah. I also, I'm planning out like a, a semester. Um, well, team projects are harder to do than individual product projects when it comes to um, inducing flow. Um, it's easier to get the kids on an individual basis.
0: Um, right. But because,
1: if you, uh, yeah, you, it's really tough to get a, a team going because they have to have a really common cause and really care about it. And you can get it like in certain school settings, like jazz band and, certain other courses that have a certain core group, but like a general survey English course, you're going to get the kids that I'm going to show up to class tomorrow. (laughs) kind of thing.
0: And that's not team building. So, uh, yeah. Um, So so maybe if you had a format that was already listed down. So, okay. So let's say your team, here are your teams and your team is going to be doing a Ted talk. Here are the roles. Here are the roles that you need for your team. Okay. You you have the presenter, you have the the script writer, Uh, you you have the researcher who will work with the script writer, the script writer will work with the presenter, and you also have the person who's going to be doing the filming and the tech, and will also be doing, and maybe somebody who does the graphics. So you have these people who are going to be learning, you know, what does each person need to learn how to do? Okay, yeah, I like that. I like that a lot. You know, so, and then. Um,
1: and even with, then, and then have uh, the, each person learn two of the jobs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, because the presenter should be also in on the screenwriting. There on you go. The, the and scriptwriter the scriptwriter
1: should be able to perform it if necessary.
0: Yeah, and so they could be uh, working very closely together, or the scriptwriter could be working with the person who's doing the visual effects or whatever in the scenery and that builds
1: teamwork that that itself does build teamwork the special forces units use that everyone is cross-trained they have a double specialty
0: okay and so they do all these things and then you have them journal out exactly what it is that they do day to day and then you can break that down possibly into here are your first steps what are the things that you need to do so (laughs) do okay so what is your job what is your goal? What's the end goal? But what are your goals specifically for the day and what did you learn and what's the next step? Maybe something like that, that you put out there. So
1: within that, you want to give them as much creative license as possible. So you you give them the groundwork today. Here our task is to construct a stage or construct a set background but but within that you want to give them as much creative license as possible how is this going to be done how do you want to do it use your imagination let your passion go group want to work together all five of you come up with this idea you two only this that divvy that up and work on that and yeah and give them enough resources to make it fun fun
0: well, yeah. I think that if you have if you have the person who's doing the tech and the person who's doing the visual effects, they can create a diorama that creates the presentation space. There it
1: goes. Or they could work on a background in a video background. It does not even have to be a, a physical background. It could be working in tech. Right. A whole new stu- a, new, a whole new studio behind just the, the, the presenter themselves. Yeah.
0: There you well, go. you have to take a look at the lighting. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah we so we're perfect. doing it and we're not even into lighting. And I'm thinking, hey, I can do this. I can figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yes, see, that's what you want to see the kids start to do.
0: And then what is it that they want to talk about? What is, you know, so they could work on that. And then you get them working together so that they're excited about it. Um and,
1: and then a big cash prize. No.
0: <laughs> but but no. here's here's where I'm gonna throw a little bit of molasses into the works. Uh oh. And it has to do with when you put teams together, sometimes you have people who are, A, uh, yeah. not such a great... that the, the chemistry is not... It's a little more explosive than what you want. Or yeah, yeah, it true. could be more polar opposite so that you have the magnets that kind of bounce off of each other and they can't work. So it's... So do you do like a little thing at the beginning where you talk about this and you workshop it so that you can, okay, so let's say that you and I don't get along, yeah. but we're going to be on the same team. And so how do we do that without getting into coming to fisticuffs or having something else happen so that we are supportive of each other? We respect each other. We don't have to like each other but in order for us to have something that's very good we both need to be focused on the goal and so can you workshop that with the kids so that they do yeah. that maybe in their own groups they come up with ideas in ways and then you share that so that you have these preliminary um preliminary kind of lessons that you do beforehand so that you can offset anything that might be coming up
1: Maybe, yeah.
0: Because now you have a little bit more buy-in from every one of them, and it makes them a little more self-aware because lately yeah. I've noticed that kids kids actually, I worked with a number of people that have very little self-awareness.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's
0: true. I mean, it's, it's, uh. it's, it blows my mind. They can be talking about something, and they don't realize how projecting – how projective they are with what they're talking about because they're yeah. talking about themselves and they're saying, these people are just awful. That's like, <laughs> looked in the mirror lately. Um, <laughs> A
1: lot of so, people just drive me crazy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you know, it's, <laughs> how do we, you know, can we get the teams yeah. to come up with that and come up with ideas of how to how to do the problem solving? Because <laughs> I believe that once we put the power in the students' hands, that makes it much stronger. And we become the facilitators. We don't become, and yes, we are teaching them, but we are guiding them. And we are learning from them as well. So, I mean, we have to take heart that this is something that we need to really take notes on when we're doing this with the kids. And so as we come through and if we do have disagreements, what are the steps that we want to do? So we take care of all these problems that might come up on a team, with teams because teams do end up having problems.
1: absolutely, yeah. You know, I had, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just thinking about this as you were discussing this conflict that we were having, I was thinking, yes, and like any other day at work, it's another <laughs> lesson we're teaching. You have to get along with people. And in forty minutes, you won't have to see that person anymore. You know? Right. Then you can just forget about them. But we have to work with them, and that's part of life. And, <laughs> and we still have to, to
0: right? <laughs> and and you still have to have a productive time with them.
1: Yeah. You know, you guys can exchange ideas and not really like each other so awful much. You know, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. And so there needs to be some kind of communication that's going through that needs to be productive rather yeah. than reductive or negative.
1: Absolutely. It oh man. I, that's things like that are real passion killers. And that's what those are the things that kill me. It's like you set up this lesson, you got it rolling, you got a lot of rich experience in it, and you think, I'm gonna get these kids really excited, and then somebody does something monumentally jerky and gets <laughs> everything right <laughs> off track. It's like you clown oh god i did not know or see this coming <laughs> so
0: that's so that's another okay let me write that down in my book here so i can be prepared and yeah can-
1: that's one and like, next time i'm gonna get a warning nobody does this
0: as, before we start doing
1: this thing here yeah. oh yeah it's so true it, which is just which is the experience that teachers gain you just have that mm-hmm. Oh, yes, that (laughs) I had, which is, I had a really good experience today. Um, I was um, guest teaching for PE in an elementary school and um, the last class of the day, second graders, there was this rock, paper, scissors tournament game and I lined them up to play it. Mm -hmm. And so I was going to say, okay, only start when I say rock, paper, scissors, now go. But they started playing and I said, wait, you haven't, wait, I didn't say go. And they started playing And then they started playing and I noticed they started playing in a way that I didn't know of, but the way they knew. And so I stopped doing anything and I watched them and they played for 15 (laughs) minutes. They just I just stepped back and watched these second graders do it. And one kid was a jerk. He's running like the wrong way, you know, being and I kind of said, hey, let's do not. But other than that, they took control of the classroom and I let them and it was awesome. They were second graders.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And, and just, <laughs> just doing that and when they are aware of what they've just accomplished.
1: I don't know if they ever were, but they went into this game and played this rock, paper, scissors tournament game like Fury. Mm-hmm. All of them were involved from this across the gym, line to line. I figured it out finally by watching them, but it's like, wow, they know exactly how this is played. And it was just a game wow. of fury. And I went, well, this is awesome. I'm wow. letting seventh graders run a classroom <laughs> and they're doing it awesome. <laughs> or second graders rather. Yeah, it was, it was incredibly fun. Wow. It's just, and the flow actually went so fast. When I said, hey, you guys, we have to pack up, get ready to go today. They were like, what? So when I think about it, they <laughs> were in a state of flow. They were just like having right. a good old time.
0: Right. And, and so that's a really good point. I remember one time when I first started working with, with this one program that later on you took over. um, One of my first days I took, what was it called? Was it called daily grammar or it Mm -hmm. was something like that. It was in a yellow book and I had typed out and I gave each team, I had three or four teams and I gave each one like eight or nine sentences And I said, okay, so you're going to go through as a team and you are going to correct every one of these and then you are going to teach these to the rest of the class. Well, school let out at three. The kids, we got a call from the house because they were in residential. The kids need to come home right now. Well, it was a little after four. And the kids did not want to stop teaching grammar. They were having a really good time. (laughs) Grammar. grammar and i said we'll do it tomorrow and they said no and i said actually i kind of want to go home yeah. and um so we continued with that and it began to teach me all kinds of uh methods to work with that group because we did that in the yeah. first week that i had them and mm-hmm. it was so much fun we learned so much and i believe that they learned a lot as well um because everybody had a say in what was going on. They questioned. And just knowing that, just watching that, there was no worry about time. Nobody was looking at the clock. Nobody cared. And I think that if you get something like that, like you had with those students, I think that you have hit the magic combination.
1: Yeah. When that happens, you can just sort of watch and go wow this is awesome right this, this right. is group learning and every is everyone's part yeah
0: and i think i mean i think teachers realize this and it's always how do i get that back and every once in a while we do the right thing but i think that it's i think it sneaks up on us because if we try to plan for it we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot
1: i almost tried to stop it today and uh, because I, you know, I just thought they were going to be taken off. And then I realized that they were organized and I shut up real quick and mm-hmm. went, wait a minute, watch. And, mm-hmm. and it was really something to watch. Of I was going, wait a minute, hold it, time out, time out. And <laughs> then I went, wait a minute, whoa, shut shut up. <laughs>
0: and there's <laughs> nothing that doesn't say that these students who are very tech savvy can't yeah. be communicating with each other outside of class as well. That's true. And and working on whatever it is that they're doing. And then um, you set goals so that by the time that they see each other in the next class, because let's, let's be honest, how many kids do you know that all of them actually have time outside of school to really get tons of homework done? There's always that one that seems to have, I mean, and I hate to call them the nerd, but there's always that one that always seems to have nothing better to do and just loves doing work. And, but you don't want them to be taking, shouldering the entire responsibility for everybody. Right. So um, you have something that they're going to be doing the next day and you just kind of move on, but then you also carve out pieces where they're not just doing that, but you have other things that you want to teach them in the curriculum. So, um, but they cannot stop doing what they're doing. And then you're commenting on the process. You're not commenting on the product.
1: Well, the, the process one more thing I want to mention about the process was um, you have to help the kids understand that uh, it's kind of like that phrase you know, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? Right. So, yeah, don't look at the project and become overwhelmed. Know that if you're just doing one thing at a time and moving forward, you're going to get there. And so just do the next thing next. Mm-hmm. And don't worry about the big thing, the big picture. If you do that, then the big product will be very good. If you do every step well, you'll end up with a very good end product.
0: Well, instead of worrying about the end product, I, I want to focus in on the process.
1: Well, that would be it too. Um, I was just thinking, I never like to really grade like at the end of something, I always mm-hmm. sort of had check ins along the way. Yeah. And the kids would always say, well, well, well you know, when do we get graded, I go, well, you're pretty much being graded right now. Mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. Well, what are you getting? You're getting this. Oh, yeah. If I had to stop right now, you'd be getting this. Oh, okay. I keep it up. You know, <laughs> that's right. Of thing. And if
0: they have, if, and, and when you sit down to meet with them, if you have a rubric and you look at them and you say, okay, here's what it is. Okay. On communication, how well are you communicating with your yeah. peers and how well do you feel that each one of your peers is communicating with you? Right. How do you feel like people are um, doing the chores that they need to be doing? And how well are you doing yours? Honestly, because we're just doing this little one-on-one because if you have feedback, I need to hear it, but I also need you to be have integrity enough and trusted yeah. me enough to actually tell me that you possibly maybe you kind of slacked off sometime and maybe right. you need to kind of pick it up Why well, has somebody said anything i can't say that but if that's true then you know what what do we need to do how are we going to fix that so it's a good way to do self-assessments it's also a good way for them to assess each other
1: yeah and you can't say for example they say "Well, what, what was my grade going to be it's well you know the the form on the product hasn't been filled out yet. We haven't gotten to that part. So I really couldn't give you a grade, could I? But at this point in time, are you communicating? Are you
0: doing the work that you need to be doing? You
1: mm-hmm. know, based on the rubric, I'd say looking good, pal. Yeah, you're looking good.
0: And I would use those rubrics as kind of like just just launching pads. Where can we work? What yeah. where do we need to do better? And so the next time that you and I, Philip, are gonna sit down and talk. Mm-hmm. What's the one thing that you're gonna work harder on and I'm gonna see some progress?
1: They like to know that. They love to know that. They, yeah. what what do I need to do? Uh, Here's what you need to do. Thank you. Kids well you love tell me, that
0: actually, why don't you <laughs> tell me what you need to do in order to get yeah. that better? You know that's something for you to think about or maybe even ask your peers. what would you like more of from me on this and maybe we can do a group assessment where we say, okay, everybody in here has something to work on mm-hmm. have you all talked about that with each other and because it's seen as a weakness and if what they're is, not talking with each other no asking each other for their input on their weakness
1: oh 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 absolutely yeah it is it's really hard to brush that subject it is because
0: you may have somebody in there who's more comfortable being a bully uh-uh. and uh may kind of take sadistic pleasure in telling you what is wrong with you.
1: Or violent pleasure in retribution, being told (laughs) what's wrong with them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, maybe you did something wrong to them last year. Yeah, what do you mean (laughs)
1: I'm (laughs) what? Yeah, there's some people that don't take criticism well.
0: (laughs) So, you know, or maybe you find some kind of a written way for them to do that. Yeah, that's Um, hard to
1: teach. I always noticed that, um, obviously the younger the kids the the harder it is to teach that group dynamic it's like well so lack of (laughs) self-awareness makes it somewhat difficult sometimes and then the other things too yeah
0: (laughs) right but i think that the younger they are the easier it is to teach the group dynamic because they really haven't crossed that bridge of nastiness
1: you're right actually i take that back at the elementary school age it sort of works well and then when you start to get into the topics where you're trying to to really build a subject knowledge and then you're starting to get toward the high mm-hmm. school age. Yeah, you're right. Then there's sort of a little feisty and then you get into this junior senior and they can handle it again. You're right. Elementary and, school kids can kind of work together.
0: And I would also, I would also pepper the project with different kinds of career elements. Uh, How does this translate? How does teamwork translate into a workplace how does it translate into an academic setting let's say that some of you might be going to college some of you might be going to trade school some of you may be going into the you know if you go into the trades how does this work because if you're working on a car and you see something that's wrong how comfortable are you looking at somebody and saying hey can you come over here and take a look what do you see here because it's it's killing me and the same thing might happen with 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 uh physician, or let's say a cardiologist who's working on somebody's heart, you know, and they Mm -hmm. see something that's a little bit of an anomaly and they say, Hey, um, I need your input on this because I'm not really sure what is yet. Give me some, give me some feedback on here. Um, because we all need input from other people. There's nobody who knows it all. Absolutely. And I think that if we can foster that at the younger, at the younger ages because little kids, they will say anything. And yes. then, and then they get squished more and more and more. So that the time that they go into puberty in the eighth grade, it's, um, and when all the hormones start coming out and raging, the insecurity so, monster hits everybody. Exactly. And, exactly. I'm,
1: I'm an awful person. I'm less than adequate.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but what, what? how can you turn that around, Philip? I, I, I don't know. I just feel so
1: bad for people. I got a granddaughter going to middle school next year. I'm like, oh, oh no. I'm so sad for you.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I mean, if you keep this going where they become more and more comfortable, yeah. this is part of teaching them confidence. Because mm-hmm. if they can be confident and they know what they're doing, that helps.
1: Yeah, there's something to be said for finishing. Mm-hmm. I think that there's an awful lot of emphasis putting on being put on like a lot of achievement in high school below the age of eighteen and all, and you get good grades and good college and good this and good that, you know. And there's not that emphasis put on, you know, you got to complete stuff, you got to finish stuff. There's a lot in that. Um, mm-hmm. That that's the kind of base grit. Um, and the fact that after 18, you can still accomplish stuff. In fact, that's when most of us do accomplish things, you know, in our adult life. And so don't, don't think that if you haven't really lit the world on fire as a high schooler that you've given up your chance at a a great life, you know, if you have that base grit, you know, if you keep at something, you're persistent and you complete things and you finish Mm -hmm. them, you'll be fine. You know, that's, that's the basic skill because eventually that will carry you into something, hopefully, I think everybody does find that they're passionate about. And then when that hits, you just keep at it. You have n- nothing to hold you back from creating something beautiful and great.
0: But once they finish with this project then, let's say, and you go yeah. the entire process, and you're not talking about the end product, you say, bravo, everybody, you completed yeah. it. It's fantastic. <clears throat> let's look at all the processes that you went. What all did you learn? Yeah. What did you learn in this domain here? Da, 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 da.
1: Where could you use that in your life?
0: (laughs) Exactly. And then you say, okay, now, because I'm starting to think more and more that um, if I were to design a a high school, I would make seniors, there would be a senior class where seniors had to um, take a class that dealt with uh, going for the FAFSA and then going for and doing career explorations as well as that they could not graduate without this class and they cannot pass this class unless they have applied and received at least two or three scholarships or grants towards whatever they're going to do the next year.
1: Hmm. But But maybe they don't want to do anything the next year.
0: Well, that's fine. They They still
1: have to do it. They still have to do it. Yeah, well, they have – but what they'd have to do is – oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm trying to think. But that doesn't accommodate everybody.
0: Well, That only accommodates
1: college-bound
0: or secondary
1: education entry-bound right away out of
0: high school kids. It would be tertiary education, not secondary.
1: Well, I mean, a lot of – some kids would want to just go blow off a year or two or three. Some kids would never even go to a year – a day of college. But here's here's the reason why. Here's the reason why. Because
0: yeah. next, because once you finish with this team thing, they need to figure out what their next project is going to be. And their next oh. project needs to be, what is it that you love to do? And let's work on that. Maybe it's playing, maybe it's playing.
1: Oh, uh, well that's something. Yeah.
0: What's that's it called? A, that's a worthy cause. Yeah. Is it called night fort? Night Fortnite. Or, Fortnite. Night? Oh, fort, Fortnite. Fortnite.
1: Oh yeah. Fortnite.
0: Maybe it's playing Fortnite. Okay. That's a big You're going yeah. to have to tell me all about Fortnite, but you're going to have to do a project on it.
1: Yeah, that, that's actually, yeah,
0: you know, I like that if, idea. If That's what you're going to do. So you're going to have to do research. You're going to have to do all kinds of stuff. So maybe you come up with some kind of a project that's going to be um, something that demonstrates your understanding of it, but you cannot rewrite Fortnite. <laughs> you have to do something about, where you could find maybe a career in this is it playing the game why how would you play the game so it's got to be something that is <clears> attainable <throat> and and I'm not going to tell you you can't do it maybe somebody wants to play basketball okay fine that's fine how are you going to get there what are, what are the foundational steps so we took a look over here to see realistically Let's be realistic about the whole thing. Are you get, If you're not getting
1: a scholarship next year for a college, then are you going to go to Greece <laughs> as an 18-year-old player? Are you good enough to try to play in Europe and make your way to the NBA that way? Hold That's on a second.
0: Thing. Hold yeah. on a second. Because yeah. now you're discounting Rudy. And you saw yeah. the movie Rudy, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm just saying there are ways to the NBA other than going to college in the United States. And if you're not going to college in the United States, you've got to figure out the other ways to get there if you want to do it. You know. But you don't want to play soccer that way.
0: But the movie Rudy, Rudy yeah. shows grit. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Rudy shows grit. He did everything possible in order to get himself onto that field. He did everything possible. He he pulled everything that he could out of his hat in order for him to become part of that team. Yeah, I mean when, that yeah, is.
1: Well, you can go to any marathon, go to any marathon, and, and stand at the finish, and mm-hmm. everyone who crosses that line has grit, because at mile twenty-one things go bad, <laughs> just real weird, right. It's, right? And everybody has to grit through those last few miles, right? It's just I remember doing it and said twenty-six point two, and I hit, it said twenty-six, and it was last that that last point two that kicks your butt, you know. <laughs> that's grit, and every one of those people do that. And you're right, Rudy did it, but so do all of us all the time. We really do some crazy stuff that's gritty. gritty, as all get out.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you did the Iron Man,
1: yeah, that was gritty. I definitely broke that down in pieces during the day a lot. If I can get to the next aid station, if only I can get to the next one, yeah, right. It was definitely mile by mile in times, yeah.
0: So if you can get the <laughs> break these things down and they can start going on them and they have to go until the project is finished. Yeah. Even if they change their mind. So it depends. But the thing is, is that if they, if it is playing basketball, how are they going to demonstrate that? How are they going? How are they going to do those first pieces? How are they going and build the foundation? How are they going to be hunter gatherers and then bring it back and then put every start putting everything together and then rehearse it so that everything is there. What are the things that they need? Because we also have to remember that not all the students in our classroom have all the resources that maybe they need. So what can we do in order to get those. So maybe we need to also do an inventory of resources that they need and they can have that. And then we can, and then we can go to the community and ask them because I know that there is a basketball that, that there, there are, these people who run basketball classes in clinics and do all kinds of things. And when the visiting teams come to town, they, re- they practice there. The owners have direct links with Nike. They have direct links with the MBA. And, and these are people that would, that would be more than happy to help as long as, as long as they were being respected and everything came through. Yeah. So you just have to be aware of what resources you have there. And not be afraid to um, try and ask and do networking and talk to parents and who might have those links, et cetera, and coming up with them. So, um,
1: dream, big.
0: dream I would, big. I would
1: encourage all of them to do that.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: dream of big. Don't say, oh, well, I can't. Well, see if you can.
0: Well, that's. Yeah. The, Okay, let me throw in the main ingredient because you cannot have grit without a growth mindset.
1: That's that. You can't say, I can't. You just can't, (laughs) which I just said. But yeah, you always have to frame everything in a positive.
0: Well, you have to take a look and you have to say, okay, this did not work. Why didn't it work? Mm. And what did I learn from it? And what can I do with it? Because Mm. if you think about it, every mistake, Things happen for a reason, and if Thomas Edison never said that he had a failure, he said, "I just learned x number of times yeah. that that these things aren't going to work for me." Yeah, and I just, I just that, learned what it,
1: wasn't going to work. Yeah,
0: right. And so I just move on to the next one and try that one out. So, and and in a sense, that's kind of like a notch on your desk for how far you've come. And right. so you got to think about all that. Um, I think that there is so much more to this than what we covered today. I think we came oh, up with, yeah. some really, I thank you because you came up with some really great ideas. And so these are things oh. that I think that I would want to use. And I hope our listeners can do the same thing. Um, and we're running out of time now, but um, is there anything more that you want to say before we sign off? No, that was great. I enjoyed that. That was fun. Yeah, that was Let's a fun
1: classroom to work with now. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, thank you all for joining us um today, this evening, whenever it is that you joined us, and please leave us a review and uh subscribe. And we will be coming back to you with some more. We have um a lot more different kinds of episodes that are coming up for you, and we look forward to sharing them with you and we look forward to listening from you as well. Okay. So until next week, thank you so much. And we will sign off. Sayonara. Aloha.